Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we are back with another session of Casual Quest Masters. I feel like I'm forgetting something there, but yeah, uh, featuring Neverwinter and the Val Nugoni is uh, Nick Chody Mella. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you got it. Um, I play Fold Storm. Striker Val Nugoni. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's tired. Uh, and then we Spice. also have Tyler Vinito playing. Uh, oh, I, I thought you were going to introduce yourself. I I do. I sorry, you just said as, so now it's like okay, your your show floor. Uh, I play as Knox Master Caller Valu Nugoni the. Very, very not tired changeling who burnt all their spell slots doing a fireworks show on a bunch of trees. <sighs> uh, let's see. The changeling sorcerer who's a little bit tired and uh, wants to get that fucking dragon fired. Uh, <laughs> it, oh, it's, wait. it's my you, turn. You're, you're still. You're, yeah. And yours truly, uh, Magdor, Thunder Warrior, Band Iron. Uh, who's ready to give this dragon a knuckle sandwich <laughs> and uh and finally we have our all-powerful dungeon master hello. glenn houston hello how you guys doing <laughs> we're good i know i missed something at good. the beginning and it threw me off for the entire thing yeah yeah, just so you know, we are a D&D 5th edition live play adventure. That's what I forgot. <laughs> I'm not even going to roll. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are, are, are you guys ready to roll? Yep. I'm ready. I rolled a 14. Got a 3, bitch. Um, And um, as Tyler so eloquently put it, <gasps> I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, I rolled a 1, which means I get to choose, right? And I get yeah. to choose who does a recap, and that's me. Yeah. Um, it's a very limited uh, choices. Big so. brain. Um, God, I've done the recap a lot. You have. <laughs> Anyways, we all have. I have it. I've done it uh, like four times. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like I've what done it. What the fuck, Brandon? Yeah. Tyler's Nick, been why didn't mostly you pick be- Brandon then? <laughs> It's been mostly between the two of us. Like I And I feel like I've had I've been on a streak now over the last ten weeks, I I'd feel say. like Glenn has... I feel like Glenn has done it more times than Brandon. Glenn's only done it one time. <laughs> Glenn's only, only done one. it one time. We can't get lucky enough That's to roll true. a 20 on that. Okay. I mean, even when we do, we try to torture each other rather than, like, pick on Glenn. So, anyways. It's true. Yeah. Um, previously, <laughs> as Brandon just randomly rolled a d20 and rolled a 1, so I was like... Uh, it just caught me up. Motherfucker. <laughs> Previously on Casual Quest Masters. Perversely. After assessing the losses of numerous delights, including Greppa, the village and team honor the fallen uh, with uh, funeral pyres, um, which is a standard a um, celebration for when the dead pass with the, in the Valdegoni tribe and they collect the ashes and scatter them in the wind. Um, and after they do this, 
Now it goes boom for a little bit. Uh, the the team meet up with the uh, group after, and apparently Greppa had a bunch of uh, items for us uh, once we completed our training and. I'm sorry. I, it, it just the structure of that sentence threw me off. Teaming up Guruk, Greppa had given Guruk a box of items that she told him he'll know what to do when the time is right, and so she gave, she's left his items for us, and then given, after we've been given those items, Guruk thanked us for helping out the village and gave us our titles. Uh, Vol got a genie bottle, Nox got a cloak that turns into wings, and Magdor got a fucking boat. Uh, the village breaks off to hide in the cavern formerly inhabited by the Remmer Hazes, and the exhausted group passes out as the plan is now to move to the previous den of the wolves for safety of the village. Yeah, sorry. I I wanted That's to it. make sure they knew we got our titles, but I added it in a bad spot. No, 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 no that's fine, that's fine. You're good. Um... I mean, uh, it, it, not much happened, but also a lot happened last session. Nox cries themselves to sleep. Um, before we go to sleep, I'm going to crawl up to Vol, and I know he's trying to sleep right you now. Say, just to make sure I'm on the up and up. Did you say crawl or curl? Crawl up, up. because both are interesting. Okay, because I, I plop sure. down, so I'm just gonna crawl. I'm gonna look to him and say. Hey, Vol. Magdor. Uh, will you teach me one more thing? Sure. I, I want to learn giant. I want to be able to talk to Grip. Alright. We can, uh... figure that out, but... Maybe on the way to the cave in the morning, we can start then. As Vol leans his head back and actually tries to fall asleep. And as he's laying there, he just hears nothing as Magdor crawls back. Because Magdor's silent. Because <laughs> of the armor and the boots! <laughs> and, and Magdor Adaga, goes to sleep. Adakan, I'm in. <laughs> you just hear you just hear that softly echoing off in the distance. <laughs> yeah, you guys. I'm gonna keep doing this until. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm just. I, you guys went to sleep and you wake up. Uh, in that same cavern. Well, that's good. Uh, that you fell asleep in. Nothing happened overnight. <sighs> You were able to get that's, your yeah, first good night of rest since all of this craziness began. Okay, good is such a harsh term. Well, un I mean, uh, you hadn't slept in a while. Now you have. You 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 get your spell but, slots back and are well rested by the definition in the Dungeon yeah, Master's buddy. Guide. Nox goes boom again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and the staff has expended all, all charges. <laughs> he breaks it. <laughs> we're all dead. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, just... Good game, everyone. That's yep, GG. Um, and you are actually awoken to the sound of what sounds like freezing rain. Um, 
outside. Uh, as, uh, yeah. You know, I was about to say, how do we know that's freezing? But fun fact, you can actually tell uh, if water is cold or not by the sound of it. It makes a different uh, That pitch. really threw me also, off. Also, the fact it's frozen. Clint, I was like, what the fuck is that? What, that fact? I heard, Duh. I was like, what the fuck is that? He's got music playing. I the forgot. sound of freezing I rain. know, but I've never heard sound effects before. Oh. Oh, well, I have that tab forever muted, so, like... It just... It, I it didn't confused hear me. I was... Yeah, I'm good now. Wait, what are we talking roll about 20, here? He's playing sound I effects. I have turned on the... Roll 20. Yeah. I have roll 20 sound effects used now, because I didn't realize... Or I had forgotten that I was a part of this, so... Jesus is getting haunted. You have haunted. a couple of different ones. But anyway... My. You're in um, an icy uh, cavern. <laughs> it's a dark time, so it's the aesthetic. Uh, Glenn, if you don't mind, I would like to say uh, for the... I believe uh, for a long rest, I'm allowed to have up to two hours of light activity. Uh, I usually read it in four, so you can have four hours of light activity. Okay. Uh, do you mind if I use two of those hours to attune to the uh, the wing cloak and the uh, the ring of free action? Mm. I don't think that that is light activity. I don't know if he, if you guys disagree, you can say so. Uh, I believe it's very focused, concentrated work. It's not combat per se, but it's definitely not like sitting there reading a book casually. It's like very focused, attentive. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean. I'm open if to suggestions. If that's in the rule books. That's fine with me. I'll do it afterwards, I guess. I mean, because it will set a precedent. Yeah, you can't attune to magical items during your light activity during your rests. Um, and I just want to make sure that's okay with everyone. Because yeah. if it's not, we'll allow it. It's no big deal. Fine by me. Sorry, Tyler. Yes, yeah, I mean, that's fine. Uh, now, to be fair, you could have done that once you guys got to the cave last night before you went to bed. Sure. Uh, I mean, then I guess uh, for the sake of the story, then you'll hear me crying. Well, uh, <laughs> this is an interesting vibe uh, ch uh, stream today so far. Uh, yeah, Nox will, uh, as you hear him crying, uh, like holding the cloak. And then, uh, then I go to sleep, and then Nox wakes up and goes, Ring of reaction. Or <laughs> not. Just does that for an hour straight. Nox is a, a definitely a wreck right now. Like, uh, like you can you see him like trying to pull themselves together, and they like sh uh, shape shift back into the half elf. But then it's like, oh. The other Goliath are very put off by this. Oh, you've seen worse. Uh, but yeah. You, so for how you've all waken up, yeah, you wake up that way. Uh, you, uh, Magdor, are licked awake as uh, your your puppy friend Grep really wants to get up and you are sleeping on him. Uh, so he licks you until you wake up, nudges you if you, you know, are a hard sleeper. I don't know how heavy yeah, a sleeper Magdor is. Yeah, I just kind of roll over and flop on the ground. Yeah, Give him and a he gets up and walks sleep. away. You, 
Uh, uh, cool. And then, uh, yeah, Volyora uh, walking by your brother, his arm now in a sling. Um, he's got bandages all over it. Um, and he uh, just kind of pats you on the head and puts his hand in front of your face to pull you up because I believe you had fallen asleep against the wall of the cave, yes? Yeah. Yeah, he, helped, he reached down to asleep. help you up. Yeah, uh, we'll take it. Um, yeah. Get up, yawn off. Time to sleep. Get out. We gotta move. Yeah. Um, and Volt's gonna get to doing whatever needs to be done. Helping people get ready if they're not already packed and stuff, and then waking up. Um, Magdor and Nox, if they're not already up at this moment. Like, basically in the timeline, whenever Vol wakes up, I would imagine they might have woken, uh, woken him up a little earlier. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and as you uh, all are getting up, you, you see that the other Goliath have started to, as they've gotten up, very similar to, you know, when you get up from going camping, as this is basically what you're doing, is camping in this cave. They've started to pack everything up, um, and they kind of look to you to follow suit and assist them in doing so. Uh, are they looking more clubs or spades? I want, I want to follow Trump. Oh, wait. You guys don't understand the Euchre rules. That's a Michigan thing. This is awkward. Uh, I was He's making a follow, a follow suit. So, um, okay. And then when I said Trump, I meant the right bower, the left bower. That's uh, okay. This is going oh, the Oh, it's an direction. in-game thing. Like, whatever the Trump suit is for that round. The suit that yes. is, the, is the highest ranked at that moment. Got it. No, you're fine. I've never played Euchre, okay. so. well. I realize uh, that th- that's a dirty word to say right now, especially in this podcast. <laughs> no, and I'd like to fine. apologize. Knox finds some liquid dish uh, detergent and begins gargling it. <laughs> euchre, honestly, euchre, the word itself sounds like some sort of fantasy game. It, to mm-hmm. me, it's impossible to imagine that that's an actual game that people play right now. It yeah. just sounds so silly. Is it magical enough that can be uh, in the world of Faerun Glen? Sure. Magdor pulls out a deck of cards. Oh, on a new side quest. <laughs> Let's find a different name for it, though, so it has its own identity in this world. You care. There it is. Roll ER and you're good. You care. I care, but do you care? Oh, God. Uh, okay. Nox looks over at Magdor, or I guess Vol, Vol looks over at Magdor, and he's drinking ale from the alchemy jug. All right, backdoor. Let's uh, we've got we've got a trek. As uh, w- would Magdor be sitting yeah, or sitting uh, and then yeah. Hey, you're gonna you're gonna feel uh, Vol pull you up from the like the back of your neck onto your feet. I w- would you? Yeah, allow he's that used to, to it at this point. I'm sure that's not the first time. <laughs> it's like a kitten. Uh, um, I look up to you. That, that sled that I made out there should still be usable if you want to offer it to them. Uh, yeah, I'll... Should be fine. We... Thank you. We, we should be able to make good use of it. And then, um... Uh, sorry, Tyler, I missed it. What was Nox doing as they woke up? Uh, they were crying themselves awake while attuning to a second item. 
Ah, I see. Um, so before Vol then heads off towards Knox, uh, Vol's gonna flag down either his brother or his father, or basically anybody from the village, uh, let them know about the sled that Magda created originally, in case they haven't already commandeered it. Okay. How big was that sled, Magdor? I think it was like... Hold on. Wasn't it like 10 by 10 or something? It was... I, I made it longer than wide. Did you ask Magdor that? Uh, well, I'm... Uh, because we were there, I just can't remember as a player. Yeah, because uh, he used fabrication on it when we first took down the hammer at Remer Haze, right? Um, and fabrication, I think, allows you to make like a 10 by 10 panel, several different it's 10 by 10 panels, I think. Wide. That's the size. And... 40 feet long. 40 f Uh, what? Right? 8 times 5? <laughs> 8 mm -hmm. times 5 is 40. <laughs> so this... It's, I mean, it chucks I mean, out. In Magdor's mind, he thought long we were just putting the rimmer haze on it and just pulling it. <laughs> uh, good okay. for you. They've already started... Because you remember uh, when you guys arrived, they started breaking down the rest of the rimmer haze and... They had already done that last night. That's what a lot of the village had spent their time doing, so it's already loaded up on the sled, taking up most of it. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, beyond that, Vol would then head towards Nox and uh, kind of... Uh, uh, for the sake of, like, mechanics, maybe towards the end of the attunement period, and, like, kind of shake them awake. Oh, I'm a tuning vault. Yeah, you can tune in your own privacy. Come, we have to leave. I'm almost done. Oh. Yeah, it does take a couple hours for everyone to get everything loaded up, so. Uh, all right. Just take your time, I suppose, I... and help whenever you're ready. During this time, I'm going to look at my box and open it up with a heavy sigh. Okay. I don't I don't say the command word, I just open the box. Which box is this? The foldable boat. Oh, got it, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really look like it should open up into a big boat like it says it does. Or you know it does. Oh, do I see anything in Magdor, the box? What's the command word for that boat? Sorry, what? Uh do I see anything in the box? in the box that has the boat? Yeah, it just says in the description it says that it opens up like a normal box. So I didn't know. Yeah. It can it can be used to store items, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just opened the box. Just a box. Nothing in it. I nope. I identified it. Would I know the command words already or do I have to figure them out? Okay. That that's what I was yeah. getting to. I didn't know if there's like a paper with the command words or anything. Yeah, in my own mind too, it's one of those things where like you the word is different for each person as the item speaks to you. Okay. So, you know, it still achieves the same purpose, but allows you to put your own spice into it. So. Can the command word be Nox? For if for you, I guess, yeah. The command word for oh, the first okay. boat is fuck, and for the larger boat is this. And to get oh, it no. away is off. Okay. Tyler will remember that one. <laughs> All right. Oh no, Brandon. Huh? What have you done? 
What's the third command word? Uh, turn it back into a regular piece of uh, paper. Off. Fuck this off. Got it. Nailed it. Brandon, you understand that the command word needs to be spoken. There's no attunement required. Yeah, I, I was saying it. I just want character. you to understand what that implies. Okay. No, but I. From what I understand, if anybody were to pass by and say fuck. Oh, is that true? That's I thought true. I had to say it. Mm hmm. It, oh, it's, if it was attuned, then yes. Oh, fuck. It doesn't require attunement. So <laughs> anybody that says. Yep. It turns into a boat. Yep. Magdor, what do you think about this ring? Yep. Oh, yeah, we, we might want different so, command so, words so. then. I'll let Glenn choose them. Or I'll just roll a list. Sure. So I'd recommend... Here. Random <laughs> word <laughs> generator. <laughs> we'll do the first thing. There you go. <laughs> I've gone to this link before. Oh, uh, let's see. Number of words, three. All right. <laughs> I don't... The words that it came up with are highway, <laughs> torture... And deer. I uh, go. <laughs> Does it know like Michigan or what? Like, <laughs> yeah. So highways to get the small boat, torturous to get the big boat, which is fitting for Magdor. Uh, and then deer to put and it deer away. D e e r. Yeah. I mean, I don't think if you okay. say it out loud, it's gonna know the difference at this point. Magic, they'll know the difference. Oh dear, the spring. <laughs> No, it actually won't deflate if we're on it, right? Um, it can't. Oh. Yeah, it's just that it'll eject uh, any items uh, that cannot fit in the folded box or people uh, out of it safely. But it can still go down while uh, people are on the okay. boat. Well, now that we've got that out of the way, Magdor's done inspecting his <laughs> box. <laughs> you, just, Great. you just hear a ding as the entombment finishes. Ah, oh, I feel a lot better. I had a good cry. Magdor, can I have some of that drink? I hand him the jug of alchemy. Hand them. Ah, uh, how much of this am I allowed to drink? As much as you can handle. Okay. Uh, Nox is gonna drink a good stein's worth. Uh, I guess a la straight from the tip. And, uh... Con save. Glug, glug, glug. Okay, uh, you know what? I... I deserve that. Uh, 15. Tell me with disadvantage, I fucking dare you, Glenn. Oh, you're great. Uh, a Good, pleasant buzz, a but 15. nothing more. Nothing that will inhibit you. Alright. Honestly, <laughs> if you told me only a little bit, I would have respect, you know? My way and the highway and all that. Sounds like there's work being done outside. Should we go and help? Yeah, I guess. It's just... I mean, what, what, what can we really do at this point, you know? Feels like it's a giant cat and mouse chase, and... I feel like we're in a maze waiting for the cat to come back again. But we're mice with weapons. Well, you know, that... I don't think that went great the last time. We killed everybody. Like, you know. Except for the cat, yeah. Yeah, we did, didn't we? We we uh we killed the mouse traps and all that, but we didn't kill the fucking. Did we cat. see the dragon flying away as we got to the village or was Nox the only one who saw it? Yes. No. 
you would have uh, all kind of seen it just in the distance. Uh, Magdor's going to look down and say, well, we, we've got all that training now. It, it, it was probably afraid of us and flew away. You know what, Magdor? I believe that. Honestly, I need this right now. I need to know that all the stuff that we did, all the training, the riddles, the rescue missions, is gonna make it so worth that we're strong enough that this cryovane motherfucker is actually scared of us. Cause if not, I'm a flip a bitch. All right, let's go kill it. Hey, come on, help. We have to get the village down to the wolf's den. I, I didn't know that was bolder on the way there. villager. That was aggressive. Uh, Magdor stands Well, I mean, Vol's been up for about the same time, and he's been helping. You guys have been sitting around, playing with the box and drinking ale. Uh, a couple of his villagers died. Vol's not in the best Only moods. Only one person that's done that. We both have been drinking ale. You both have been drinking uh, ale. Yes. You won't play with my box. That's uh, disgusting. No, just help. <laughs> I'll play with the box. Uh, yeah, so Magdor goes off and helps uh, where he can. Uh, mending things, you know, getting things ready. Blacksmith stuff. Cool. Alright, yeah, so we each assist in your own ways to finish getting the impromptu campsite packed up and put onto both the five foot wide, 40 foot long sled that I like to believe you had connected by like like 10 foot sections that have sections that hold it together. So it's like a train sort of thing. So it's not just one long piece of wood. Is that okay to assume? Sure. Otherwise it's going to be pretty Jeez, tough to navigate this thing. Fucking, yeah, it's Impossible. Gonna be- <laughs> can make it. I played scrap mechanic. And, it's not a good and idea. And one thing they've done in, in the meantime is they've actually cut it in half. Sorry four in four sections so there is four 10 foot sleds they've put separately that they're so one person can be responsible for pulling one uh, and so they're ready to go after about 30 minutes to go when magdor looks at it <clears throat> he kind of looks there and looks down like why didn't i think of that <laughs> but yeah then you make your way and uh for the sake of brevity what happens is not interesting or noteworthy. It's just a trek. Oh, we're outside um, now? It's sad. It's snowed that night. It's quiet. Nobody's really conversating. Um, they're just walking in silence. And eventually, uh, after about... <laughs> nice. Eventually, after about six or seven hours after you making your way down the switchbacks and through into the forest, you find yourselves at the the cave where you first met the wolves. I would like to say... And sitting out front... Okay, no, 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 never mind. I know what you're gonna say. Okay, yeah, sitting out front is... Uh, what you can see is these... The the group that they the wolves had sent, along with your boy, uh, who had run ahead <laughs> to meet them and met you there with them. Um, sitting next to his father, still slightly smaller and less scarred, um but they're with about the Alpha and eight other direwolves and himself waiting for you at the entrance to the cave. Um, 
when Magdor sees that, he's going to run up to all of them. It's like, all right, guys, you ready to kill a dragon? Uh, the alpha looks at his son and then back to you and narrows his eyes a bit and speaks in common and says, what is your plan, dwarf? They are powerful and they have a dragon on their side. We cannot storm him. We must be careful. Magdor's just gonna stand there with his mouth open and turn around and look at Vol and Nox. And as you turn around, because you kind of ran ahead, like a little hastily excited to see them and ready to get going with this, uh, eventually the rest of the Goliath tribe walks up and you turn around and you see the rest of the group kind of catch up to you. And standing now about 10 feet apart are this horse-sized white alpha wolf that you've known to be very imposing and the chief, Guruk, with his axe across his back. Um just looking at each other and after a few moments the silence is broken not actually but you see Guruk give a, a bow, as much of a bow bowl as you've ever seen your father give anyone and he gives a slight nod a little bit of a bow and says thank you for your help and you are right we should plan inside the cave and he looks at you Vol when he asks that let's um, let's get everybody settled before we start uh, discussing things so that's where we screwed up and like Nox is like uh, thinking about this as they lean in on Vol a little bit like you're supposed to give him a bow not a bow what what are you what are you talking about? Nothing. <laughs> um let's start out getting everybody unloaded and then we can sit and discuss make a plan and Volt's gonna go off and just start helping. So as two groups of creatures that have very rarely interacted in such close proximity may opt to do, they seem uncomfortable, but the Goliaths move through the wolves as they part. And then the wolves follow all of you into the cave from behind. And eventually they start to set up as the wolves sit near the entrance and wait for you to be ready uh, to speak. Uh, would it help the villagers to see Vol give like little scratches here and there to like the wolves as he's going to think so? Uh, I don't like Vol wouldn't do that as a way to like, it's fine. They're, they're friendly, but Vol is like maybe... There's big dogs, and Vol likes animals, so he's gonna give little scratches here and there. Okay. And like, yeah. He's also As just you're happy working, you go by yeah. one and give a couple yeah. little, you know, scratch them on the chest, and they kick their leg a little bit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that does seem to ease tensions a bit. As the other your tribes your tribes mates, uh, they're these are apex predators, right? You know that normally they would do everything in their power to avoid. And because they are, you're both apex predators effectively in this world, and so that sort of... It's not necessarily a natural, normal thing, but these wolves, uh, having spent so much time at, in captivity, have retained their ability to be apex predators in nature, but also 
understand and know how to interact with right. bipeds and humanoids. Uh, but yeah, it does ease tensions a bit. Inspiration point. Thank you. Yeah. And it only takes about 20, 30 minutes for them to get everything set up to a point where Garuk feels as though they can adequately, because they prioritize getting up his tent, which is the biggest one, because um, they're still keeping the tents up within inside the cave, um, just to give another layer of warmth and protection. And uh, once they get that up, he instructs the other villagers to continue working. Uh, uh, the Alpha instructs his wolves to go outside and make rounds around the area and make sure that they keep uh, an eye and ear and nose out for trouble and uh, goes into his tent and invites your party and the Alpha and Vox into the tent to speak about what they would like to, how you would like to proceed with this. Oh, I said, did I say, I said not, did I say Vox? Yeah, it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Correct. Correct. Yeah. We're okay, there. sorry. <laughs> Knox stands outside. Um, no, I was just making a joke that you said Vox instead of... Oh, okay. You said the team, but... Yeah. No, I, I'm here. I'm still standing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think uh, Vol being so hands-on right now was probably already, like, seamlessly, like, I guess, following along. So he might already be inside while everybody maybe has to... Come and gather in. Yeah, Magdor goes in and sits next to Vol. He's done this enough. He knows what to do now. Nox just uh, finds the uh, the matriarch uh, wolf and tries to keep near her specifically. But uh, Nox is not one of the people to usually sit in the middle of a group like this. Oh, and she's not in the tent. She's uh she's part of the group that are out scouting. Only yeah, only Grip and the Alpha are in there, as far as wolves go. Ah, uh, my apologies. No, you can't have know. like spent some time trying to be close to her while you guys were prepping and building before that, though. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Nox is in there and uh just I guess finds a seat then. And uh, yeah, once everybody gets settled, uh, Goruk just looks at the Alpha, and then they both. Look at you, Vol. I turn and look at Vol, too. Vol oh, is, I think they're looking at you. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to decide whether Vol would either be um, like aloof or realize what's happening and decide to try and attempt to take uh, what's your lead, wisdom uh, modifier <laughs> wisdom modifier is uh, three yeah you would absolutely understand the social implications of what they're doing with okay. their body and their eyes they are looking to you for an initial start to this conversation at least um so I think the the first decision has to be whether we go after dragon cryovane directly or deal with the frost giants if the frost giants are under cryovane's control then maybe dealing with cryovane first will be able to dissuade the frost giants from carrying on their uh, hostility or we could deal with the frost giants first and wear down cryovane's strength 
mm. unless there's something else that anybody has to suggest or that I've missed. Uh, are the frost giants normally peaceful if they're not being controlled by a dragon? Uh, from what I remember, peaceful is a light, maybe not the correct term, but especially not towards the wolves as you've seen. But at least with my village, they were. Um, harmony is maybe the closest term. Like, we didn't mind each other. Uh, Anger nods in approval and says, yes, it was more of a tenuous alliance rather than a any sort. They, they are a violent people, from what I know, just not against us. I don't think they wanted to deal with another tribe of adept warriors. Uh, hmm. I don't know if I feel comfortable attacking them if they're under control of another being. I mean, we're a bit late for that now, Magdor. We've killed at least five of them but so far. that was far. in self-defense. When you looked at those frost giants, when that frost giant stabbed its axe into Greppa, did it seem to be mind-controlled? I don't know. Would we have any kind of way to telling if uh, it seemed like it was doing it of its own volition or if it was enjoying it? Why don't you... If... Yeah, Shit. you can make an arcana check. Oh, an arcana check. <laughs> I was waiting for they do an insight. I'm like, oh boy, here we... I mean, actually, I got the same thing. A majestic last four, baby. Yeah. Uh, 16. 16? Yeah, you don't know of you as far as your knowledge of dragons and magic, there's only been one that you've ever heard of that can actually cast spells. So, it's very unlikely that they're mind controlled in any sort of way like that. Magdor, I've heard of like Crown of Madness and other enchanting spells or whatnot, but uh, if if the giants are under the direct control out of you know the dragon it's probably out of fear than anything or something more so we attack creatures that are already scared for their lives I mean they weren't terrified enough to turn around and kill somebody who was on death's door I don't think frost giants are the nicest but I think bullies that are scared are just going to be worse bullies. And the, at that point, too, uh, the Alpha growls a bit and says, The giants are not good. They subjugated and abused my people for years. Nox messages Vol and asks, Then... Frost giants uh, enslave uh, Goliaths for hundreds of years for the longest time, or something like that? Question mark? Not in the Val Nugoni history. Maybe not. So Vol would not be aware. Okay. Um. Did you respond in third person like that, or? 
not in Val Nugoni history, so I wouldn't be aware. Maybe other Goliath tribes. Hmm. I just... So it seems... Go ahead, Mekdor. I was just conflicted with that. I know they're bad people, and I know they've done bad things. But the Yeti baby had me thinking. Uh... What if it's just because of the dragon that they're bad? Um, do we know how many more frost giants are there? Um, are you asking that out loud to someone? Uh, yeah, it'd be directed at the alpha. It says, before their conflict with your tribe, I believe they had around 20 frost giants. Oh, so there are at least 15 remaining. So the question is now, do we Unless want to Unless the dragon tackle? has chosen to eat one or more, would not surprise right. me. Oh. You know, for once, I'm actually hopeful that the dragon was fucking hungry. So I think one of the first few things we need to do, and I think, Nox, you'll be able to do this effectively, is to... Become a frost giant. Got it. Uh, they start to alter themselves. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait. Not, not right well, now, but I think with Craven, you'd be able to scout and see if we can find out what the Frost Giant strength is right now. Nox is like halfway into turning into blue and going, oh, you meant with Craven. And, and Magdor okay. is getting ready to hop on Grep with the cloak. He says, oh, yeah, that's probably a better idea. I don't think it'd be wise to risk um, sending any one of us out there. Um, as far as I understand it, Craven's a. Uh, no offense, Nox, but Craven's a being made of magic, so even if Craven were to be captured, it'd be easy for you to resummon Craven. I telepathically command Craven to forget what Vol just said. <laughs> so the again the question is, do we tackle a uh, village, an entire village of frost giants who we know that there may be at least fifteen of? or take out one dragon or attempt to and then deal with the frost giants. Do we know where Cryovane even keeps his or her? That's, you know, in the year of Faerun 2020, we don't know uh, where it, it keeps its hoard or where it nests. Have Greppa did, and this is Group 7, he says, Greppa did leave me, she did not tell me how she acquired it, but she did leave me a map of what she believes the layout of the Frost Giants village to look like. I whip out the, the giant Goliath map that I currently have. I go, please, I would love to update it. He pulls out a smaller one, and I'm going to reveal it to you. Uh... Sounds like the sound effect that you get when you update it with the Sheikah Tower. Right. Yeah, some <laughs> variation. Yeah. You guys are on that one, yeah? Yes. Yes. What am I looking at here? Or let's see, which channel is chat? It's in a butt. Oh, it's in Roll20. Oh. Okay. 
Fine by me. Um, and you know this to be to your north, e- northwest, northwest of you currently, north northwest. Yeah. So all of the round I, uh, parts there on the edge, it looks like it's built on kind of like one of the tops of these mountains leading up, and then uh, at the so you can see a series of like what Grappa believe there's like a you know a series of houses around a central area. There's relatively thin. Um, you don't know the scale of it. Um, but then it looks like there's another path that leads off to the north, and uh, and Guruk uh, points at it and says, "This is where Grepa said the uh, she believed that direction is where the dragon's den is further up the mountain. But the paths that lead up the mountain, unfortunately, unless you have." quite adept skill at climbing would either have to go through the village or up sheer cliffs. Hmm. That might be a problem. I think I'd be able to manage, but I'd... Hmm. Nox's gears are turning, but not in a good way. Oh, Uh, fuck no. (laughs) Oh no! I think I have an idea, but I don't want to. I don't want to give it power. Um, Comic mischief. <laughs> um, do you think? I mean, we were barely able to take out three of them. Uh, we like th- the efforts of our training had become apparent. We were able to take out three of them before we were barely able to survive uh, an encounter with two. To to deal with several, we're going to need something something else. A distraction. I uh, distraction's not enough to take off the heads of frost giants. And you you make enough noise in a certain direction near the village, I'm sure they'll come strutting out. And once they come strutting out, then what? We sneak into the village. And sneak past them. Well, I mean, they'd be gone at that point. So you want to empty the village, and then we sneak into the village, and then go through to the dragon's lair? Unfortunately, I don't think Sephra Magdor, he's ungodly quiet of as of late. I'm not sure what the secret to that is. It's like they look at Magdor e- extremely quiet-like for some reason. Uh, I don't think Nox fully knows that uh, he has chitin armor besides the fact he has new armor. Uh, I mean, do you have a way that we could try sneaking in? I mean... No offense, I have a way up the cliffs if it came down to it. As I like, kind of like showed the cloak and whatnot. But I, I don't really have a way to help beyond that. Uh, I need Did you, you all to make uh, history checks. Uh-oh. I rolled a 17. Oops, I rolled an 8. I rolled a solid three. Hey, Glenn, asking for a friend. Can I, can I like, oh, intimidate or uh, perform sometime? You know, that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, if, 
if you guys get in a circumstance that merits it, yeah. Um, let's start a festival. <laughs> a festivus? Uh, Nick Aiken. you remember that you guys have a portable hole. Wait, when did we get that? And a person that can fly. Where do we get the portable hole? I thought you guys had a portable hole. Yeah, we have a portable no, hole. No, Lord Never Ember had one. Yes, we have a I portable hole. I mean, yeah, oh, we shit. had a portable hole. Sorry. We stole nope. it. I'm sorry. Magdor stomps was, off I in must anger. Have been... um, Don't wait, you guys have a bag of holding Magdor. at least? No. 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 We, no. You ain't give us that. We're no, not we got good a enough for you, Glad. And... Can I make Sorry. the boat levitate? Instant fortress. Yeah, uh, no, we got good like, stuff. Like uh, a 3D bottle. It's just we don't have a uh, portable hole. Uh, but what Vol was going to suggest was, or say rather, can't you, can't you make people fly? Because I remember you did that. Was it to Macdor? And you, no, Vol wasn't there. Never mind. Redcon that Vol wasn't there when uh, Nox made him fly all the way up to the top of the totem to get the scribblies in. Did ask him oh. if he wanted to fly. You said he asked you if you wanted to fly, and you said no, I don't. I'd rather keep my feet on the ground. I remember that very pointedly. And you were also very there when I lifted a very very plastered Magdor to where he turned into a yes. vomit sprinkler yes. system. <laughs> So when we if first you start were getting him twin out of boat, levitate and then fly up with them, I have no problem attempting to scale a cliff. Um, I'd be able to do that. It'd be dangerous, but if I mean you... we could try. Don't we all have tokens? As I like show the featherfall token. Hmm. Father, is there? Is there any who would fight if we were to take on the Frost Giants? Of course. We have, of those among us who are able-bodied, we have eight, including myself. Does that include Tron? And I like the idea that you brought up earlier about going after the dragon first, because as you said, we have no, prior to this, we had no qualm with the the giants, but it seems as though they've right. taken. I had no idea that there was any sort of malice in the giant's eyes when he killed Prepa, as I was not there. But if that's the case, maybe. Maybe they are worth removing from this place. Perhaps we should show them that there's something worse to fear than a dragon living in their attic. We don't have to kill them all necessarily. We don't even have to kill them. But it's gonna take a, a lot. Can a Rela tactics and traps and the likes. Can a Goliath ride on one of the direwolves? You said there was eight people and eight direwolves. Plus the dice two. don't lie. Yeah. Plus the two... Does that count Grep and the Chief? Mm-hmm. Do we think that direwolves are naturally faster than uh, Frost Giants? 
I know mechanically I believe they do, but I wonder if like uh, if we'd be able to like understand who uh, thinks they are. Make a nature check. Probably be a nature check, I think, just to understand, you know, a creature's ability to move at what speed. Okay. Like the thought process, uh, I, I rolled the natural one first off. Uh, the natural th- thought process is if we can somehow lure them out, but still be at a safe distance that we can keep out of their uh, lovely rock attacks that they just, you know, seem to be very good at murdering direwolves with. Uh, oh yeah, uh, sorry, total of five if uh, if you needed an actual number. Yeah. I mean, from your experience, you think they're faster. You're not sure if that's historically the case, but you've seen them both move, and just from your observations, these, the yeah. wolves seem to be a bit faster. Wolves have to be faster. They have more legs on the ground, right? And uh, the alpha looks at you and nods, says we are indeed faster than them. Would you be faster if you had a Goliath riding on you? Would not affect us. Is there a way to convince them to the frost giants to split apart? Maybe even just to grab one to ask a few questions. Is your greatest asset? If you think you've met a pride, a a prideful person or creature, you have yet to meet a frost giant. And even more so, a dragon. You think we could challenge them? I do not know if defeating one frost giant will mean the subjugation of the rest. Do they have a chief? Yes, they do. What if I think we need our chief I think were we to need fight to their the chief first? I will be honest with you. There is a good chance. Before they ousted us, the dragon had come to the village and when he came, we were forced into our pens and not allowed to come out. And As we left, I did not see the chief. I believe that the only way the dragon subjugated them was by, in fact, killing their leader. They... they wreck... is that the wolf talking? Or the alpha wolf? Alright. Mm-hmm. They recognize you, yes? They know you're the alpha of the pack? He kind of growls a little bit and says, yes, but they do not respect me. Alpha is not in the, the words they use for me. And he's going to turn to Garouk. Mutt. And uh, not not ignoring the wolf, but just kind of, you know, magdoring the point across. Um, and he's going to say, and do they recognize you as the chief of the, the current chief of the Val Nugoni? I believe they did. I do not know anymore. Wonder if we can get them to turn on the dragon. Can we? There's one thing. I was gonna say. Can can we make you to the new chief? 
and they kind of look at each other nervously, nervously, unknowingly. You can tell there's doubt in their eyes. And Garut turns back and says, I do not believe so. They would only recognize one of their own or something more powerful, like a dragon. And uh, as much as I like it, I am... I will never be as powerful or as commanding as a 17-foot-tall frost giant or an even larger dragon. What if you made your castle out of thin air? Some... I don't know how much they respect built things. They are similar to us in that they respect strength and the nature of things in the cycle. You know, there's a reason why frost giants, for the most part, have not integrated themselves into civilized society. Much like us, we prefer it this way. So as impressive as it may be, I don't know if it would turn their respect towards you. Then Magdor's gonna kind of sit down again and go quiet. I think if we would present them with the head of the dragon. I think that would work well as intimidation, wouldn't it? Maybe more pride, the fact that we were able to do it, a small group of adventurers who'd have no place uh, to belong on the spine came out and killed the very thing that threatens their lives. Hmm. definitely an interesting prospect. Would they allow... Where's Trod right now? Go ahead, Tyler. Where is Trod right now? I'm asking it's Tyler. Trot is out assisting people. He's not in the tent. Trot has a fire giant belt, correct? Belt yep. and a broken hand. Yep. His arm is busted. You can also see that uh, your father uh, is pretty beat up, but not to a point where he wouldn't put himself in combat. Uh, do we? Go for Tyler. Well, uh, I was trying to ask about it, like, uh, privately, but Frost Giant belts, you were talking about something like that. Maybe not for the purpose of using them, but aesthetically. Uh, were they still a thing that was gonna happen, or...? The crafting of them was unsuccessful. I will say what I do know about them which is not a lot, but in my limited interactions with them over the years, they seem to value family, and their Jarl is the most important thing. That's what they call their community. It is more important than anything else to them. So they would only bend their knees as prideful creatures to something if it threatened that which they value most. So if you were able to defeat the dragon and bring proof of this, I think that they may be willing to 
stop their attacks. Maybe not submit themselves to us, but stop and bring peace again. Would it be enough to negotiate them to leave this valley? I don't know that, but I would think it would be a positive step, if anything. They have lived there for longer than we have lived here in this valley. Can we kill a dragon? We're sure as hell gonna try. Will they allow us to pass to get to the dragon if we promise them freedom from it? I don't know. Uh, as I said, they think they value their family. And if you show up promising to kill the dragon, I think they may think you're fools and kill you on the spot. That's what I would do if I were them. And it meant protecting my family because you understand if the dragon finds out that... That they he, allowed us that to you, pass, the dragon yep. return on them. And then, if you're not successful... He turns on them and kills more of their family. Well, no offense, I'm not sweating that little detail at this point. But they would be. Uh, they would be. As Nox is getting, like, climbing gear ready. Like, yeah, just pulling out stuff and looking at it, like... I'm gonna climb me a fucking wall. put your wings on my boat? No. Yes? No. No. Um, I asked God. God said no. Wings attuned to a creature, not an item. What if he was? What I if think, he levitated uh, the boat? When's if I awaken the boat? <laughs> awaken I, I'm just, the boat? I'm just making shit up, Glenn. Don't look into okay. it. Okay. No, I'm looking up levitate. I believe it has to be less than 500 pounds. It's a paper boat. Yes. Yeah, but you want to have people in it, and that will make it way more than 500 pounds. There's nothing in the description that says it's paper. So you by yourself are more than half the weight. When um, I'm small boy. I'm changing that. Magdor weighs 250. With your items? Yeah, no. Oh, with my items, way more than that. Yeah, but, that's the big thing. Yeah, he's still going to weigh 250. Are you guys that afraid of climbing a wall? Can't be that bad, right? I'm not. I've got my coin, but... I'll train. We lose the support of everybody else if we go up by ourselves. The original plan was for the three of us anyways. Alpha, is there... You've... Also, just for what it's worth, I didn't realize yes. this. I apologize for interrupting. Levitate can only raise something up to 20 feet. At a time. Yeah. Oh, is that for every action? Up to 20 feet yeah, in that six seconds. Okay. So it's every six seconds it can rise 20 feet for 10 minutes. Okay. Cool. Never mind. I apologize. So let's see. So 10 times 10. So 100. 100 times 20 is 2,000. 2, so I can levitate uh, something up to 2,000 feet up. But I have no idea. You're going to tell me it's 2,010 feet uh, high wall. <laughs> I can jump the rest. Sorry, well, what were you going to say? Uh, Alpha, you've lived up on that mountain 
for a while is the only way further up through the village or climbing are those the only two options we have uh i believe so this is why they chose the village's location for its defensibility all right um then i propose the three of us and if anybody is willing I'm scaling. not interested in marriage right now, Vol. Thank you, though. Scaling the cliffside to go directly to uh, the Dragon's Lair. Avoid confront, in mainly to avoid confrontation with the Frost Giants at putting any of us at risk. Frost Giants are not good people, as we have learned, but it's not like they're doing this necessarily out of their own will. We do not know whether that's the case or not. We learn that once we take care of the dragon. If they have been doing this of their own will entirely, then we will take care of them after. And don't don't get me wrong. When we talk is... to them, if they turn on us, I have no problem attacking. I just don't feel comfortable searching for something to attack. And just like for them, it, it, this time is going to be worse than the time we've gotten all those cows... Uh, after they ate all the, the pot brownies, like, the stakes have never been higher. Yes. I do worry and about... Lo- about what, Chief? I worry Grandpa? that if you defeat the dragon and come to them with the head... As thankful as they may be, they are also opportunistic and survivors. If you were strong enough to defeat the dragon but are now depleted of resources and energy from fighting it, why would they not strike you down there? I mean, you could always take a nap in the dragon. We're not on hot. Feels like it. That's true. I worry they don't have that- to know if, if we killed it or not. If we just kill it and then, I don't know, throw it and hide it in snow and they just think the dragon's out and about. I don't think giants are that smart. It might take them at least two weeks before they know what's up. Then is what is to stop them from continuing to attack us if they simply believe that the that the dragon is out of its cave for the moment for a few days. Chief Garuk, that is called the long-term plan. We're currently focused on the short-term We'll I'm focused on the survivability of my village, and if they continue to attack us, we will be eliminated or we will leave. Okay, Grandpa. And I worry for you. If you do this plan, maybe it would be better for you to come here with the head of the dragon and we can come together. A united front, Goliath, wolves, and the heroes who defeated the dragon to present this to them. That sounds like part of the long-term plan. I'm fine with that. If things go well, after we beat the dragon, we could just jump off the cliff. What? We picked up those coins. Oh, okay. We had these coins (laughs) that'll uh, allow us to fall safely. Oh, I was worried. I was thinking, Master Dwarf, your life... If done, if you succeed, why would you end your life so? It's it's fine. Thought, you've taught me well. I wouldn't follow my friends if they were to jump off a cliff without <laughs> good reason. Good. 
Good. I mean, what if Magdor got the wings off the dragon and proceeded to fly? That'd be pretty cool. Um. Oh yes. Uh, maybe Finally make with that the leather. Glider. I was gonna say, maybe with the leather, the, the wings, you can make that contraption you were talking about. Nox. You'd have to have an incredible amount of stamina in order to go something that high up, though. I think um, I'm okay with this plan. Uh, specifics of delivering the head, I hadn't really nailed down too much because not sure of the specifics, but uh, your suggestion would work better. That way, we'd at least, if things were to go sideways, have a fighting chance. How will you let us know if something goes wrong? I'm going to look over... Because if you're unsuccessful, we will leave. I'm going to look over at Greb mm. and Nox and uh, look at him and say, Greb, would you come fight with us? Craven here. If, if Nox can levitate you up. Uh, by himself, he probably weighs more than 500 pounds. Never mind then. He's the size of a horse, so he looks at you and uh, just shakes his head. Uh, I retract that statement. I'm going to pull out the figurine of wondrous power. So if things go poorly, <laughs> I'll send this here. I was going to say, if I died, uh, Craven would poof, if that means any consolation. Mm. Mm. So you would let us know? I mean, I'm Craven would, technically, yes. Yeah, I suppose um, Rep could accompany you to the edge of the forest where the old village was and stay quiet, stay safe, and hide in a place, and then you could let him know when he could return um, whatever creature you have in that statue. I know he probably I wants to go with you, at least to be nearby. I think uh, we could figure out those details, but we should also start taking uh, stock of what we have at our disposal. And as Volt says that, he's going to pull out a few things. He's going to pull out... Uh, Basically, Vol's been unknowingly treating this as, well, I've knowing, knowingly been treating this as a war council, so to speak. Um, and so he's going to pull out his walloping arrows, his instant fortress, and his uh, 3D bottle and lay them out um, along with uh, his regular swords and say, this is, uh, this is what I have. Um... And Volt's going to kind of look uh, at Magdor because Volt knows as a magic user, Nox probably doesn't have as many trinkets like these. Or at least that's what Volt's assumption is right now. So he's going to maybe more wait for Magdor. Volt's making an assumption here. He's making an ass out of himself. Uh, Magdor's just going to pull out his Dwarven Thrower and beautiful his other Warhammer. And that's it. That and the armor Nox that takes out the, the poison berries. Nox currently has nine. What happened to the tenth? I believe... Tyler uh, saying this, I believe somebody asked for one. Ah, and so, okay. 
I, I made sure it was canon that I had nine at a certain point. Something to do with, like, I think when we were taking care of the Gettys in the right. episode that never existed. Rip. Uh, it, like, oh, yeah, they, the Gettys. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, Nox uh, guy, like, looks at their random stuff. They got a, a candle of the deep. Uh, they got the wings of flying and the ring of free action. Uh... Yeah, they don't have anything too crazy, but they kind of look at the obsidian dagger and just glancing at it for a second, and uh, they pause and go, "Yeah, I don't have any, you know, silly magic trinkets." Uh, I can also. I got a. I got a warhammer. I can also improve our weapons. I can. Right. Make your your sword do fire damage. Mm. And then I can that that might come in handy. I can also give you a plus one on your armor. Reinforce your armor. And and of course, you know, I, I can channel more then and make something. Uh, I I don't have any tools, so I can only do that twice. Is there um and this time Vol's looking at his father. Is there any way for the upcoming fight? Uh, or is there any armor that I could use? I mean, most of it is ceremonial, as we know we don't usually like to wear armor. Anything more than an animal skin is uh, too much. Right. In my opinion. Well, I figure animal skin won't do much against the uh, maw of a dragon. <laughs> and Vol says that with a chuckle a little bit. No, but your tattoo yes. should help you. Right. Hmm. These arrows should help knock the dragon down for a little bit. That should help us with a few things. What? Grandpa, Tyler, are you making weird finger motions? Tyler, did you see the thing that I sent you? Uh, are you... Where did you send it to me? In... Roll 20. I've sent you two things. Uh, oh, no, I, I I have not. Um, There's two whispers to you. One about that dragon you recognize earlier that could do magic, and then something else that is only recently popped up. What's up, Magdor? I mean, Magdor is going to look in at the council and say, um, while we, while we do this, we'll probably need your guys' help, too. Uh, I've no doubt that the fight will be loud. And the Frost Giants will probably hear the battle going on. Is there a way you could distract them once the battle starts mm. and try to pull their attention away? Um. I don't know how we would. We could bring them somewhere and challenge them, but I'm sure they would not send the whole village, and I'm not sure if we could withstand the onslaught. I was just thinking... Um, and as they're having this conversation, real quick, uh, you're, you'll be continuing. Um, Nox, you hear a voice in your head as you kind of hear that same familiar voice in your own mind, that of Mother. That says Knox is like mid picking their nose <laughs> and all of a sudden. 
plunge my dagger into the dragon as it dies, and I will tell you who your parents are and where you can find them. Mamma mia, holy shit, that's a... You that's say that just, out loud. just turns their head randomly. Yeah, just randomly, just um, like, what the fuck? Nux, are you uh, are you okay? There are gas leak in here. <laughs> uh, no, it seems. Are you? Do you need to take a? Do you need a break? Do you need to take a walk? I I, I need to take three walks. Excuse, <laughs> excuse me. Sure. <laughs> like Nux, like. Uh, pulls themselves together and uh, walks out of the tent uh, into the cave. Uh, is there anybody? There's probably other Goliaths in the cave, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just milling about, getting other tents set up, putting up drying racks, things like that for meat, and, you know, some of them gathering supplies that look like they may be at least making sure they're ready for a possibility of combat. Knox looks like he uh, or they have to take a shit and they're running outside as fast as they can. If you kind of give you a glance, but then just, you know, they've been around you. You do weird things sometimes, so they just let just, you pass by. Just got to take a shit. Pardon me. Excuse uh, me. Oh, goodness. Not... Well, now that that happened, what what I was thinking was, what if <laughs> you, Alpha, and Grab go out and freeze their houses and then run? And Grip looks at you and um, and says some words in common. It seems like he's picking some things up. He says, cannot freeze. But, but I saw you. Would, would Magdor have known that it wasn't freezing? Yeah. You didn't get the same. Yeah, it was not an icy blast. It was like a weird kind of. It was still cold in and of its nature. Um, but not ice or cold. Cold to the touch, not cold as in cold. You know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. An avalanche. Is there any way to cause an avalanche? Uh, yes. But I think that may affect us more negatively than them as we are at the bottom of two valleys. Right. And if I am, and if I'm not mistaken, Grep was saved by Grepa after being hit by but one attack from one of these giants. I am worried about a head on any sort of, you know, direct conflict with them. I would much rather protect our new allies and use them in a way that is safer. Obviously, none of it can be truly safe, but just more respectful of the limits that we've seen them up against prior. Mm -hmm. I don't mind you flying up there and challenging the dragon. But as our good wolf friend pointed out, the alpha said that his pride is greater than that of even the giants. Most likely. So if you can appeal to that pride, 
I don't know if the giants will come rushing to the aid of their captive captor. I think, and this is dangerous for me to say, but I think we'll be fine. I think if we were to leave Craven here as a sign for whether or not we perish, this Craven being summoned by magic by by Nox will uh, disappear should we perish. Mm. Should we fail to take care of uh, Cryovain. We have a bunch of trinkets, this, and Vol picks up the instant fortress. This will give us some defense should things get dire. Um, Vol not knowing, but player me knowing that if I, uh, if I get it to expand close enough, it'll take some damage. Um, and then this was left in case of emergency, and I uh, think the note was open when you need help, and... I'd like to think we'll need help against a dragon. Uh, hmm. These arrows will be able to knock it down and stagger it just enough for us to give uh, uh, strike it a few times. Um, we have these tattoos that'll give us um, protection to some extent against its uh, cold attacks, its uh, attacks of ice. I, I think we'll be okay. So you confront the dragon with the tools that you've gained and been given and come back and then we attempt to persuade the giants to stop their course of action. Is this agreeable yes. with you? As you three would be taking the most risk. Well, I don't know what your friend is doing. And that's when we'll cut to a apparently poopful... <laughs> Um, Nox running outside you run outside making that noise um, there's a couple wolves sitting outside that seem very alarmed as their hackles come on end at the odd noise coming out and then they see it's you and just kind of settle a little bit but still give you an odd eye as they sit back down facing outward from the open of the cave and you're able to make your way wherever you want to go Hi, Poppy. Bye, Poppy. Hi, Poppy. Bye, Poppy. Uh, <laughs> Nox runs into the woods, uh, <laughs> literally looking like they got a, you know, drop trow. Uh, as soon as they get within, like, 30 feet in the woods, uh, they look for a small tree and immediately Eldritch Blast it. Okay, you Eldritch Blast the tree, and uh, seeing it fall down and having blown up a couple, you know, bushes in a bit, uh, you know, the snow falls out of the tree, but limbs and powdery you know, obscuring your vision and revealing that on the other side of this tree, about 20 feet away, was the matriarch who was walking past at the time, apparently on patrol, and she stops and looks at you and turns her head just a bit. Like, I, I'm ready to stag or stab the dagger right into the stump. I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, hey, hey, I double or knocks double finger gun. Are you? She just looks at you. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Our little secret. Uh, I'm gonna put the dagger in the stump, and uh, I, I look into it and go, 
Could you repeat what you just said to me approximately 45 seconds ago, Mother? And as you look at the dagger stabbed into the stump, it simply, like, glows ever so slightly at you. Mother, are you, are you, are you putting me on mute? Is this thing on? And I tap it a couple of times. And from the dagger itself, you hear a voice that says, Do not make me repeat myself, or I will rescind my offer. Sorry, Mother. I was with friends. We're The wolf looks scared. On alert, hearing a voice, looks around for a person. Sniffs the air and starts to look around and make a circle around you, looking for whoever's making this voice. I knocks prostates themselves to Mother. the wolf comes up to you and you feel the wolf sniffing you and then sniffing the dagger and growling ever so slightly Uh, matriarch can you not sniff mom that's kind of rude with that she sulks away hackles fully up still bearing her fangs backing away not turning her back to you though face back and then about 40 feet away she kind of makes her way back on her assumed patrol where you or she was going. Not headed back towards the entrance of the cave, but just off into the snowy wilderness. Man, it seems like nobody <laughs> really likes this dagger. I mean, it's my mom. Come on, guys. I'll lock the dagger. It's made of obsidian. Magdor, you followed me? <laughs> Magdor cast message. <laughs> the fucking solid rock and uh, trees. You know where my parents are? Yes. Does that mean they're still alive? No voice. Sequoia to your changeling. No response. Okay. Yeah, that's what no voice means. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's silent. The only sound is the pitter patter of the light frozen rain and the winds. Uh, go ahead and cut back to Magdor because Knox is going to be staring there expecting an answer. Okay, cool. It's, yeah, so it's, we cut back into the war room. It's going to take a minute for them to realize. Yeah. Back to the war room as Knox stares at the dagger in the stump. Magdor, do you have any other thoughts before uh, we commit to this plan? Uh not the most complicated it might not be the most ingenious or cunning but that's not how lights aren't used to that and I think this is as much intelligence that you'll get from us a little bit more directed at one being rather than an entire village of frost giants uh 
Magdor's gonna look at the chief, the alpha, and uh, rep, and say, I, I thank you all for being willing to help us. And I'll gladly take that help if we need it with the frost giants, but I think this is something we have to do ourselves for now. And we we will be back, I think. At least one of us will. Hmm. So we should um, make sure to have your. And this is the wolf. It says we should make sure to have your odd friend back here to make sure that they are comfortable with this as well as you three would be at most risk you three must agree and as a council meeting I think it's important that we see this happening and we see your agreement so that we understand that you understand the risks I agree Um, and then Vol's gonna look at Magdor do you want to go get them this time or should I I'll go. You spend some last few minutes with your father, and then Magdor walks out the tent. That's yeah, not at all ominous. Dun, and he begins dun, walking dun. towards Knox. <laughs> the twist is not Vol that dies. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Yeah, like, if, if you were to cut back over to Nox, like, Nox is, like, doing backflips in, a, uh, like, a circle around this uh, stump with the dagger in it, like, waiting for a response at this point. Like, Mom, Mama, 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 Mommy. And that's what you woke up on, Magdor. You hear, you don't hear him in the snow because he's got boots of Elvenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I do? You don't. You don't hear me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Okay. So, Magdor, you walk up and see that happening. And eventually, rotating in your circle, you do see Magdor walking up, but only before he's definitely heard a few of the mama repeats. Right, like, I'm on, like, on my arms, uh, fully vertical the other way, and I go, oh, Magdor, as I, like, fall face first into the snow. Uh, I'm gonna put Uh, my real arm on his shoulder, or on their shoulder, say, it's okay, I'll miss my mom, too. Are your parents alive, Magdor? Last I knew, it's been about six months or so. Mm. Well, it's been, I mean, it's a rough approximation, you know, approximation. 14 years, nine months, 11 days, three hours. Uh, Nox looks at the sun. Give or take 30 seconds. What is it now? <laughs> Tyler cannot physically repeat that. <laughs> they repeat that and add 10 seconds. Roll, roll for deception. Good one, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Magda says, uh, I know I'm not 
good for talking, but if you need somebody to talk to, uh, I'm funny. Uh, Nox tries to go from, like, full-on back, uh, straight up to vertical, uh, just, like, that kind of, like, you're on your back and you do, like, the kick to get up, uh, and they go, well, since, uh, we're being open with each other, and Nox is gonna look at the dagger before uh, they continue what they're about to say. Do they feel any kind of pr uh, presence that they shouldn't say anything that in regards to their contract? Magdor is going to see the dagger. You don't get any... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you don't get any sort of, like, inherent feelings. Like... When you look over, Magdor sees the dagger. He says, oh, y you shouldn't put your dagger in a tree stump like that. And he goes to remove it. Magdor. I am slowly reaching towards it. Um, <laughs> In slow motion, a beat of sweat. Magdor... And I'm gonna mage hand snatch it out of the stump before he can. Okay, so let's do this. Will be your spellcasting ability modifier against a uh, sleight of hand from Magdor. Cool. I got a 14. And uh, I rolled uh, nat natural 20 for 24. What's your spell? Oh yeah, I said spellcasting, but yeah, you, yeah, you he pull does. it out I with mean, if the. If you want to uh, make it higher, feel free. What's the mage hands? The amount of weight it can pull, though. Uh, uh that, that, I mean, uh, it says uh, no the exact weight of the obsidian dagger. <laughs> it's not necessarily the weight of the dagger that's the issue. It's the fact that it's been stabbed into I mean, wood that I don't be know fair, if you'd be able to pull it out. Have very high strength, so it's probably not stabbed into the wood very far. Def well, yeah, but. If the thing can carry five pounds, I guarantee you Nox can carry more than five pounds. It's by a long shot. It's pounds of uh, pulling power. Okay, yeah, it was a good enough roll. Yeah, it pulls the dagger out. Where do you bring it? That's... And, uh, <laughs> like, um, Magdor, the... what did your mom tell you about touching other people's toys? Nothing. Oh, well, this is awkward. Uh, so I uh, pull the, the dagger past him towards me. Um, one thing, what is your passive perception, Magdor? 13. Let me double check. Yep, 13. You notice that a bit of the obsidian is still buried in the wood. It's like the part of the tip probably chipped off of the dagger. Is that canon? <laughs> um, Magdor, yeah, I uh, I noticed that. I, I don't touch it. I just gesture to it and say, see, now you need... I can't work on Obsidian. I can't fix this. What what, what are you talking about? Look. Uh, as Nox pulls uh, the dagger. Yeah, and when it gets closer, you can see that, like, a bit of the side has been taken off. Some of it has gotten lodged in the wood. Do I have any kind of recollection what this could possibly mean at this point? I don't think there's any precedence for it. You've never, you've always been very cautious with this thing. No, 
Actually, no. I always stab it into wood. You always oh, yeah. stab it into wood? Yeah, you do. But it was because so, of the it was because of the the quick removal. Normally you're able to go, okay, I stab it, and then I go, okay. But like you were trying to wrench it away from him, and the purpose of that pull was to try and keep it away from him, not to carefully remove it. I guess is the logic there. Okay. Uh oh. Uh well it broke. Uh, Noxla heads over and tries to pull out the sliver out of the the stump. As you, like, reach down in there, you realize that it's kind of, like, stuck in that kind of, like, hard point. The wood being, you know, able to, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, swell with, you know, so you put the knife in there, it caused it, it pushed the, you know, a little bit. Since wood is sort of porous. Um, and then when it was removed, it kind of like closed just ever so slightly, making it difficult. And you reach in to try and pull it out, and uh, it you see it absorb into the wood of the stump that you had attacked with Eldritch Energy earlier. And the stump itself begins to turn to a blackened, charred, dark color as that color permeates the wood. And it was already, it was dead because you had blown the top off of it, but the wood itself had not died. And it looks like it just becomes decrepit and aged and dead in front of your eyes, both of you. Oh, did this stump just eat part of the dagger? Uh, I think that's a a magic obsidian dagger. Uh, I think you turned it into necrotic the dagger the stump well what do we do with the stump do we notice it spreading <laughs> like, to the I look at... uh, ground at all or is it staying in the stump um, it seems as though it follows the roots of the stump into the ground but it doesn't actually affect the, uh, the you know because most of the ground is covered by snow you can't see there's no like living grass or anything to see if it checks unless you want to move the snow out of the way Oh, Paul always gets mad when I do weird magic stuff that I can't control. What did I do this time? As like uh, Nox is like, desperately like uh, looking at the stump and kicking out of the snow and seeing where the magic travels. Yeah, it just the just the just the tree doesn't seem to have spread past the tree. Is this magic wood now? Am I supposed to make a? When I look at the dagger. Am I supposed to make a dagger out of wood now? I can fabricate something from it if you want. <sighs> Try. Could, do you think you can see it? It can get the sliver back. This. It's kind of like a puzzle. If it's missing a piece, it doesn't seem like it's gonna do much good. And then out loud, are you still holding the, the dagger with mage hand? Uh, I would probably say at this point, once I really, like, I was looking to see that the part broken off, I would have taken it from the mage hand okay. to look at it. Okay. Yeah, you hear out loud from the dagger, uh, which when you look back at it, you've been looking at the ground trying to check. It looks like the dagger itself is no longer missing a chip. Somehow. And a voice comes from it that you recognize as mother out loud and says, plunge it into the heart of the dragon. Uh, who... 
Who's that? Uh, Nox is full on anime uh, bulging eyes at this point. And like, like first off, the the dagger fixed itself, but uh, <laughs> heavy sweating. Like, uh, is that Algira? Can they? <laughs> Nox is like, can't respond to Mac. They're like, they're like two and two together. Like, all right. In their head, it's like Raven Queen is offering potentially to tell the location of Nox's family, parents, because that's not a D&D trope in itself. Won't say if they're dead or not, but you know, ooh, ooh, who knows? But more importantly, in order to get that information, clench this dagger, which split off a part of itself and regenerated into a living object and corrupted into whatever this dark, twisted corruption of a fucking stump is. Do you think Nox could put something together to figure out what that could mean and if that's technically good or bad? Wisdom saving. Er, yeah, no, this would be an insight check, yeah. Okay, fuck. Uh, 17. Yeah, this is, she probably wants to make something for herself. You don't know, she doesn't really seem to, like, want to hurt people actively, but she's not against doing it to get what she wants. Uh, so, is it evil? Maybe? You don't know what she plans on using it for, but it could be bad. I inspect... Am I about to make fucking Cindergosa? <laughs> yeah, I inspect the wood. Does it seem... Do I notice anything? Uh, you touch the wood, and the first thing you realize is that um, as you touch it, it turns to ash. This is just like... It poop. was as if it... It's like it's like it decayed in front of your eyes. All life has left this, and it turns. You know, you feel, and it's at first it's a pile, and then it's like the pieces of that get picked up by the wind, and then those pieces drift into the wind and disappear into nothing. Well, better make sure we cut the head off before we put that dagger in the dragon. Uh, like, Nox, before they saw that, first thought was, what would happen if they stabbed Magdor? Uh, but upon seeing the everything turn to ashes, like, Magdor's oh, oh. Nox has the knife in the air. And you hear out loud, as Magdor says, we better cut the head off that dragon before we plunge it into its heart. You hear, no. While it's alive. Also, Vol, they've been gone for a long time. It's been like 20 minutes. Do you want to have done anything or go after them or do anything? Um, I, I don't know. That depends. It, like, what happens here? Like, I'm imagining a situation your, where we have... Your father and the Alpha are getting restless. They're kind, You can tell that they're, they're looking back and forth. And they, and it, at some point or another, your father says, where are they? Well, so what I was getting at was more like you have to imagine if you have like these three old tired men who are there in business in a tent, and all of a sudden they just start chatting. Would they just get lost in conversation, or would they want to? Would these two like, guys? Unknowingly? They, I mean, they it's talk happening right now bit. in real life. So yeah, these two guys honestly don't have that much to talk about. It's obvious they're not really inter used to interacting with people outside of their respective groups. Uh, so it's a little awkward, but eventually that tension comes into him going, where are they? You know yeah, them better the than us. Rangers. Where could they have gone? It's been 20 minutes. 
We need to get but this plan in action. Time is of the essence. I'll go find them. Uh, for And Evvold's saying this as he stands up and he's getting ready to head out. For all we know, they're probably doing some magical bullshit or something, or something's dying, or they found something to blow up or something. And you hear this trail off as full leaves. <laughs> and he goes to look for them. Okay. So, Nox's first. You thought, come out, like, uh, look. and they're both just. Just mindlessly kind of standing around a like what looks like a a gap in the ground, right? Uh, with bits of wood around them, and they're just kind of standing there in the snow, with weird looks, like confused looks on their faces. Um, in that just in that moment where we just went back to all, so that's you're all together. <laughs> are their backs t- turned towards me? I would say one of them is. Odds are even, boys. Magdor and Knox. Odds or evens? All you? Never tell me the odds. I want evens. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I rolled a, a six on a d6. That is an even number. So, Knox, uh, you do have your back to them. Magdor, you see them in What's your peripherals as they walk the up. Roll? Well, I didn't tell you which one was going to get um, it. Okay. So as soon as um, I see four, I'm gonna say, I, I think Nox's magic talking dagger can help us kill the dragon. <laughs> uh, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> um, did you? It. Hmm. Hmm. Did you just say magic talking dagger? Ah. Look. Uh, I'm gonna like message Bull and go. Bull, he thinks his hand is a a god. We I I made him the hand talk. I'm just pulling a goof on him. May I insight check what uh, Nox just said to me? I mean, you do yep, know that he was check for you, Nox. That's good. I'd give you an inspiration point if I could. Yeah. This should be easy. I mean, I have a plus seven. I think that's instant beating, but... <laughs> I rolled a... Well? <laughs> I, yeah, okay, you can see this. Yes, I rolled a five on my insight. Yeah, and I... I mean... Uh, it was a pretty shitty lie with a nine and deception, but... Yeah. If he was looking at your face, that would have mattered, but he was listening to your voice. <laughs> we'll say yeah, something po- like that. My poker face was, was like... <laughs> Yeah, so absolutely, yeah. Even as odd as it sounds, it, you don't think he's lying about that. Magdor's believed weirder things before. Magdor, you know your hand can't talk to you, right? And I look at the hand that's been on my shoulder for the last five episodes that we, nobody's talked about, and, uh... <laughs> you can't? Behold, it is I, Andy. Of course I can talk. As I cast a message on Magdor. And do we have to see if I believe that? Yeah. So we use that uh, uh, new deception checks against a new insight, I guess. Thank God. <laughs> no offense. Wow. I got a 13 <sighs> and a plus 8. Jesus Christ. A oh, plus 6. Uh, and, uh, yep. and a 24 in deception. Uh, yeah, that's handy, Andy. <laughs> 
my hand can talk and his dagger can talk and his dagger can help us kill the dragon let's go um we've been taking I, too long come uh I they're going restless put the dagger away <laughs> um like I want to actively avoid metagaming but then at this point uh, it makes sense that Vol might pay a little bit uh, attention to the dagger as Nox is handling it because Magda was claiming that the dagger could talk mm-hmm. um, would there be anything specific that would stand out to Vol that maybe it had not noticed before now um well you do notice that it looks like now that you're closer there, it was just what looks like a hole in the ground, which you could imagine would be, like, the effect of, you know, Nox blowing something up, as he tends to do, as they tend to do when they're frustrated or whatever. No. But you saw it the night before. <laughs> um, but it looks like, on top of the fact that it looks like a tree exploded here, there's splinters all over. It also looks like there used to be a tree but it's as if it did like the hole in the ground like you can see where the roots were it's you not been see, dug up it's just like disappeared yeah, it's, from it's existence it's like a cast right? of a tree right. that is no longer there suddenly like that wouldn't happen unless somebody just pulled the tree out but then even then you would pull against the earth it's all that right, is very things odd. would get displaced yeah yeah so there something is weird maybe going on here so if you wanted to keep an eye on that sure could I establish a personality trait that is only discernible by those who are perceptive that when Nox flat out lies, his ears turn slightly red? Sure. I love it. Okay. Then I shall add that to my character sheet. I think um, Bull is wise enough to say as we're walking back to the tent, or at least trying to lead the party back to the tent, um do not know what the two of you been up to for so long but whoever used whatever magic here because something is not right I'm going to need to know the full story before we go up there as Vol tries to walk away I think uh, like out of character I think that's fair for Vol to say I think that's a fair deduction yeah um I want to make sure that I'm not big to metagamey, but yeah, that's as what we're, we're, as we're walking. It's odd. That's weird. As we're walking to the tent, Magda is just going to mumble, I already told you what happened, and then sit down. Maybe you should have been more persuasive, Magdor. I'm going to look over to my hand so that you, sh- you shut up. <laughs> and your hand just flicks you on the, on the chin. <laughs> Jeez. And it, like... It flicks you on the chin, and with its other fingers, it, it with the one finger that it flicked you with, it points at Nox, and then pulls your chin back towards it, and then does the like the no 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 sign. Yeah, Magdor's gonna ignore it for now. He saw it. Just fair. He yeah. just got flicked in the chin by this hand. Why is he gonna listen? In two to days, it? he'll go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Great, so yeah, you make your way back into the tent and a relieved Alpha and uh, Garuk await you and they say, so, you all accept the risk? We, if, if we are going to put this plan in action, then we should do it soon. Right. Um, Nox, uh, not too much deviation from what we discussed, but basically we are to go up, scale the cliff, fight the dragon, kill the dragon, 
retrieve the head, come back here, and then face the frost giants with the dire wolves and my village and reconcile or attempt to. We can do that. Uh, the question is uh, whether or not we'll need to actually climb or if we can rely on my magic to get us up there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I... know how... I go finish. I don't know how tall the cliffs are, but we can either make it very easy or very strenuous. But I mean, climbing cliffs shouldn't be that hard, right? It's like dodging upright. Um, I should be fine uh, in terms of scaling the cliffs. It'll be cha- difficult, but I should be okay. I think you'd be able to use your magic for you and Magdor. But. It's a shame I can't... I wish I was able to turn into a bird or something. So I, like, turn my... I, I turn my arms into, like, bits of feathers and stuff just for a second, uh, just to see what it looks like. What is like. this fantasy of Faerun? Are you a druid now? Good show. Never... Um, so... That... The... the my father here in the Alpha wanted to hear us verbally agree to this because we'd be taking a whole lot of risk on ourselves. I mean, don't we always? And that's true, willingly or not. Nox, is this plan okay with you? I am ready for this. Yes. It would mean that you'd have to leave Craven here as well in case either if we were to forfeit our lives, Craven would disappear and then my village would know to leave. You can look like one, but you don't gain any racial stats or abilities. Okay. Uh, basically, for those who are curious, I was like, can I actually turn into an air crook crook? And it's like, yeah. Yeah, 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 you can. Uh, you'll be convincing as hell as long as you don't go up. Go <laughs> fly. Unless you have your wings on. <laughs> I. <laughs> then you'd be using your your wings on your cloak, not your arms on your arm, which is what the yeah, aircopter used to fly. He just flap his arms really fast. <laughs> I, I could be a wingless aircopter, and some reason my magic. You'd have advantage turns into on your wings. deception check, so yeah. <laughs> I would hope so because I believe if I'm trying to convince somebody that I'm somebody, I have advantage on my deceptions mm-hmm. as a changeling. It has to do with but, your illusion, yeah. Uh, but I, I still like the idea of being the white dragonborn D's nuts and convincing them that... Father, I have returned. And the uh, the alpha says, and uh, when you were gone, we discussed sending myself, the matriarch, and Grep with you to take you there to get you to the edge of the forest faster. Expedite your travel. I'm ready to go now. Okay. Nox is looking at their staff of power that's currently at 11 out of 20 charges, and, like, Tyler as a player hates seeing the, uh, their phone battery at 50%, but uh, sometimes you can't tell everybody to wait 10 hours just to charge up a staff, so it's like, Nox just kind of looks and goes, yeah, I'm ready Two? We said one levitate? Let's, uh... Is there something else you needed to do? I mean, I... unless you got a USB charger. 
I would like to think we should leave in the morning. I would like to prepare myself more mentally. First time fighting a dragon. I just, I would just like to be as ready as I can be. And it won't be our last. You leave before Shh, first light it. if we wait the night. Understood. How much time do I have before I need to take a, a nappy nap? You wish to sleep? You have until first light tomorrow. So if this is what Bull wants. Yes, 10 hours or so. Gonna be 10 hours and like three minutes? Sure. I mean, it'll regain the charges at dawn, right? We'd be en route, so. Nox has been waiting patiently to try out these uh, wings of flying, and they wanna stretch their wings, so to speak. So you're gonna fly the in the tent? In the meeting with them when they're asking if you're ready, <laughs> if you agree with this? You're just gonna go f and fly away? <laughs> Peace out. No, I was okay. asked. I asked what time it was, how much time I have before I gotta take a long rest. Oh, and that's what you're. Okay, yeah. And they just, once again, reiterate so this is agreeable if you leave in the morning at first light? About. Yes. If we have um, to. It'll give you some time to prepare. Okay. Uh, we have wish. a tent ready for you. We will let you retire there, as we all have things to do, and you especially. Time to prepare mentally, physically, for the task at hand. But until then, uh, let us know if you have anything else we can do for you, but the, your time is your own until then. Unless you happen to have a weapon lying around that happens to be a dragon-killing weapon. <laughs> uh, the only thing I oh, can wait. do is... Uh, Focus on the task. Magdor's gonna oh. reach into a pouch holding and pull out his middle finger. Um, <laughs> you just a hear common, go, Damn. Uh, a common civ uh, civilized insult, father. Um, uh, were this not such a serious situation, I'd find that humorous. <laughs> Magdor's just laughing. Takes a drink from his alchemy jug. The uh, the people off the spine do strange things in times of stress. Hmm. But uh, I think we will not need for anything else until we leave. I shall prepare for battle. I'm going for a walk again. Is this acceptable? Your time is your I own, do not grandson. I don't need the shit this time. Thank you, grandfather. Nox runs like he needs shit again. Okay. Nox once again books it like the wind <laughs> out as if he needs to poop. Uh, Glenn, I would like you to decide what is the command word. For the wings? Yes. Obvious. Uh, you burn. Spell that out. A-V-I-O-S. I said adios. Avios. <laughs> Avios, amigos, as uh, <laughs> you see uh, wings, uh, they describe it like, uh, I guess there's like a choice, like a types of wings, so like bat wings or bird wings. I think it would be fitting that they turn into black uh, raven wings okay. as they spring from uh, Nox's back, and uh, 
you, you see like Nox like running. I'm like, oh shit, I'm supposed to, how do you flap these fucking things? Uh, and Nox like starts to try to flapping up, trying to get airborne. It's like, ah. How hard do you think it would be for Nox to learn how to fly? If you're attuned to the item, you know how to use it. So maybe a, okay. a slight amount of adjustment, but it wouldn't take you long. Like, uh, they get up, like, maybe a few feet, and they start dragging a little bit, and it's like... <sighs> like, I, like as a person, I can't imagine what it would be like to have wings coming out of your back or whatnot to give them flight. And uh, Nox is like, I just need a little bit more... Mm. I'm gonna shove uh, the staff of power backwards like a broom between uh, Nox's legs and cast taste on myself, and I'm going to zoom. And and the, the the wings from the wings of flying come from the cloak. They don't actually connect to your back. That is true. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, I didn't know if that was the case, but it apparently is. Not. But either way, yeah. So it, you you cast haste on yourself. Zoomies. Yeah, and it. And it says bird wings on your back, so it's like your opinion if uh, whether or not that counts as attached to the back. It says or just this on turns the, back. the cloak into a pair of bat wings or bird wings on your back, and the cloak is also on your back. So okay, like the I mean, cloak I doesn't. Care. Yeah, yeah. No, they're just <laughs> you the, the cloak the... transforms, but it, they come from where they would need to to do it. But you could still remove the wings of flying, even if they were wings. Like if they were transformed, you could still take it off. You know. I believe you, Glenn. Mm-hmm. I just want to fly. Okay. Put your arms around, baby. Uh, yeah, uh, I believe that gives me 120 flying speed plus I can dash, so... Mm-hmm. You fly F-16 on out of Hornet. there. Yep. <laughs> Imagine All the two right. fucking uh, direwolves <laughs> just, just sitting there at the end of the, uh, the cave there and all of a sudden... <laughs> Oh, Glenn's about to roll to see whether or not there's uh, another dragon in the area. <laughs> you nope, crash right out. in the crowd vein, dagger piercing his heart. <laughs> How convenient. Arc over. Okay. Okay, I don't want to hold up anymore. Nox just wants to fly, and uh, you just hear it like... Uh, like, increasing and decreasing of volume, depending on how fast or where they're going, just... Is like just uh, they're, they're screaming, screaming in the air. Yes, that might attract a dragon. So it's a good be way it. to get the battle on the ground, right? All right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's gonna lead them to all of your injured people. So, you know what's amazing? You're on roll twenty now, aren't you? I'm so proud I of am, you. I am. Yeah. I usually use Let's it, roll for but dragon. not. I haven't hmm. used it in this. Yeah. So, yeah, no, you fly around screaming in the air for a minute, and at that point, you are exhausted and you have to stop moving. Yeah, I, I like power glide and downwards. Yeah, you can power glide. You just have a speed of zero, so you hover or drop a little bit. Um, what are you guys doing after Nox flies out of the cave? Uh, I just went to our tent and started drinking. Great. With the intent of being inebriated? Yep. I got nothing else to do. You drink today. yourself to sleep is is uh is what it will be. Well, I'm trying to speed up the campaign enough. here. No, I mean you just want to go drink until you're sleepy and then fall asleep. Yep, Perfect. That's it. Vol. Um. Vol would be doing. Uh, Vol's uh, 
nervous, uh, a little stressed, um, but in like a in like a good way. Um, more of an like a made challenge competition thing. He's this is his big creature. This is this is this is it. Um, you know, um, his father fought a giant, a fire giant. No, was it a fire giant? Uh, both his his brother and his father fought giants of like stronger like stronger variety of giants than compared to the frost giants and so this is gonna be vol's big thing um so he's gonna be uh you're gonna see him like doing some light warm-ups and stretching and like swinging his swords and shit outside the uh, tent right before he sleeps um he's gonna be meditating a little bit um going through but the whole like fucking dragon ball mental training thing but not as intense or not as like super hyper realistic but just more like going over the plan and then going over like this is what i could possibly do um see yeah that was the uh, simulation of the mental training arena um, okay so you're kind of running uh, scenarios in your head and just like nothing too breathing. intense nothing too like specific just kind of like um, making sure he's mindful on what's about to happen, like just fully focused, trying to put aside like the grief as well, part of it, because yeah. that has no place necessarily um, in the in the upcoming fight. And then he's eventually at some point going to go to sleep, and when he does wake up, do some light warm up as well. But that's for when, that's the goal for when he wakes up. Okay. So we have both Magda. Oh my God, you look like a frost right? Uh, we have Magdor and Vol to bed, but we've only got an exhausted, screaming bird boy up to about a minute out of the meeting. What are you doing for the rest of the night until you go to sleep? Yes. Uh, yeah, exhausted flying bird boy. Yeah, just slowly flying down, just like heaving for a little bit. Oh... The wolves give Oof. you a very odd look that are waiting outside, that are watching the front. Oh, too fast. Mm. Well, I know what to do if the dragon's after me. <laughs> like, uh, that knock slowly gets to the ground and goes, I just wanted the, f- the f- fly. Oh, <laughs> like, Nox is nauseous. There's no way they could have flew around that fast without, like, feeling a little bit shaky after that one. Okay, uh, con saving throw. DC is 10. Roll the uh, 10 it. right on the dot. Yeah. yeah, you barely keep from retching. <laughs> oh. Oh, what was that? Is that jerky? Mm, ah. Uh, Nox is going to head back inside. Okay. They are doing their respective things, whether it's, um, you know, a premeditation before the day of battle. Uh, you know, you've seen Vol do this before. And Magdor is drinking heavily. Uh, like, Nox would probably still be like... <laughs> halfway a shape shifting back into like their changeling form and goes well I got wings on my birthday 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 pet. rest 
Gotta fight a dragon tomorrow. Ah, yes, the the Ress. A beautiful creature. I believe there is actually a bird called the Ress, W-R-E-S-T. I could be wrong on that. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna ignore that joke. Uh, oh, pretty bird. I'm gonna, like, flap my wing towards him a little bit. No response. Okay. Magdor, I got rest. wings! You should rest. Well, finally, some of them will repeat themselves. <laughs> I just shout that out loud as they head over the Magdor. I'm passed out. Oh, it's only been a few oh. minutes. He's only been gone for about oh, ten minutes, so you're not. You're oh, in the yeah. process of. No, no, yeah, you're you're in the process of. Yeah, the beginning stages of this. You're probably your second tanker down oh, already. Well, though. Then I pass the alchemy jug. So don't talk, just drink. Nox like turns blue <laughs> as they turn turn sad a little bit, and they uh, dismiss the wings and goes, "Okay." I'm going to bed too, then. And they just slump over to their bed. Magdor okay. pulls the alchemy check back and starts drinking again. <laughs> Alright, so as Magdor drinks himself into sleepiness, uh, Vol tries to kind of simulate in his own mind what may go on and how he can react. Just his own kind of premeditative state that he needs before he knows something's coming. Uh, and then eventually finds rest, even if it's restless rest. Ooh. <laughs> and then uh, a, uh, a I don't know, I don't know if it's conflicted or just a kind of interestingly burdened Nox falls asleep. There we go. Ah. Falls asleep uh, as you uh, all wait. Um and try and get some rest before the day that will be either the salvation of the Valnugoni village or its possible destruction or relocation and the possible end of your journey. And that's where we'll pick it up next time. Brennan, you took it out. Oh, it's all you, baby. I don't have the closing. I don't know how this part goes. <laughs> it's okay. Technically, I, I still go first. You can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at lr the eleventh all letters one word. You can find me at Twitter uh, on Twitter at zigzagoon. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Houston. Glenn with two ends. Houston looks like Huston. We, we are, are part of Casual Master Quest podcast. We do news. I think. Uh, <laughs> no, nope. we don't do news. So one thing we took out. Nope, JK. JK. Uh, we are part of Casual Master Quest podcast to bring you the latest gaming tropes you deserve. You can find us. There you go. Where can they find us, Tyler? Where can we find us? You know, that's a great question. You can find us anywhere you can Google or everywhere you can Google. And on Twitter at CMQ Network. Uh, that was Tyler. But, and then that was Nick. Yeah. And that was Glenn. Hi. And I'm Brandon, yep. and we'll see you next time on Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget to never stop the quest. Bye-bye. Looks good to me. Shit. Wipe its ass and send her out. <laughs> That's a wrap.
Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters.